Welcome to the Imperfect Church Podcast, a podcast for the imperfect church and the imperfect pastors that lead them. I'm Ryan Reed. And I am John Martin. And this is the Imperfect Church Podcast. Ryan, it's good to see you. It's good to be back. <laughs> it feels like it's been a while since we've been here. <laughs> it does. Uh, it feels like it's been a couple of weeks, which it has been a couple of weeks for yep, us, right? Yep. Well, right? We, Three weeks, That's huh? right. We recorded uh, back-to-back uh, interviews at the Mississippi Baptist Convention, and then we took a holiday. Yeah. And now we're back together. Uh, yeah, very grateful to those guys who are willing to sit down with us and talk about uh, some things that were dear to their hearts. That's uh, right. That was and a lot so of fun. For our dear listeners, we have a special treat today. Um, it's just us. Yeah, right. Sorry. Lucky you. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Quality just went down. That's right. Well, you know, we were brainstorming about uh, we're gearing up for the holiday season, and so we were brainstorming about what episode, uh, what topic to concern today, and I had an epiphany. And so, well, first uh, of all, start that you want to do an episode. On Thanksgiving. Right, I wanted to do an episode on Thanksgiving. Well, if Thanksgiving is over. Right, I realize that, but it's still the Thanksgiving. <laughs> like, it's, it's a week yeah. after. Like, what are you going to do? Yeah, you're not doing it. We're not doing uh, Reflections on Thanksgiving. So, See, we we, uh, we compromised. That's right. We compromised a little bit. So, um, this uh, Thanksgiving, I was uh, I was at my wife's grandmother's house, and uh, I was doing like like what you were doing at Thanksgiving, right? I was sitting around <laughs> with, uh, with my brother-in-laws, and we were talking about uh, the ins and outs of uh, giving in the church. Yeah, right. Now, right? I don't think I'm sure you're doing that. doing that. Anybody, you're not doing that? No, John, you're not I was doing that? not. John, I saw you were having some good conversations at the kitty table. I yes, I was. I That's was. a picture That's we where they pushed to, me. We have to tweet that out. <laughs> I tell you what, John. I almost. Um, uh, I think your wife posted a picture of you and your family. Maybe all of you. Yeah. I mean yeah. The, the the entire family. Yes. Yes. And I couldn't find you, but um, maybe it was your it had to be your dad because you look just like him. Yeah. And I yeah. thought that's he was John. In the um, yeah. And then I found you, and then I thought, you know, it'd be really funny is if I photoshopped John's face on every family member. <laughs> but I didn't. I thought I'll I'll refrain. Oh me! Uh, so how was Disney World? I enjoyed Disney. We had a good time. Um, it's yeah. a lot more fun when you have a child. Yeah, um, yeah. Because he just everything was just over the top for him, and so isn't it, it funny? Great. We, we got to get started. But isn't it funny that there was a day when a Southern Baptist pastor would not dare take his family? Yeah. To Disney. That's right. Boat boycott Disney. Yeah. Some still yeah. won't, John. <laughs> oh, do they still? Well, if you're listening to our podcast and you are boycotting <laughs> Disney, and John is just uh, he's making fun of you right now, yes, you know that. Uh, yeah, get over that. Hey, before we get started though, let's read some. Uh, let's read some of our reviews. We got a few in. Oh, really? Like legitimate ones. Oh, I haven't um, read those. Well, I only good. like the, <laughs> you only like the ones that are made up. Yeah, I do. Well, we had a few. Um, so our first one here comes from uh, the title "A Biased Wife's Review." Oh yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, well, I'll let you decide which uh, whose wife this is. <laughs> Uh, but she said, so I might be biased, but it's a joy and an encouragement to listen to these two godly men discuss topics and issues that are crucial to be spoken about and digested for the body of Christ. That's a good one. Uh, I'll, I'll see whose wife that is. We'll let y'all vote in. You know. <laughs> um, and then we got one from Bro KP. Yeah, I know who that um, is. It says, I love this podcast. Ryan and John are two of the funniest guys I know, but at the same time, you can tell their heart for the Lord and the local church as well. They do a good job of mixing humor with serious, helpful content. Yeah. Don't listen to me, though. Just give the podcast a listen. <laughs> there you go. Good job, bro, KP. That's right. So uh, <laughs> if you're out there and you want to drop us a review, we'll go ahead and read that on air. Yeah, yeah. Uh, especially if it's self-deprecating. Yes, we really appreciate We enjoy those. those. Speaking of giving your opinion. Giving? <laughs> giving? Did you say Thanksgiving? Oh, uh, no. Giving. Giving is what we're going to talk about today, though. All right, so maybe uh, it's not like a, Thanksgiving, it's like a, giving. Thanks. 
giving, giving right? That's exactly right. Okay. So uh, we're going to uh, talk today about the ins and outs of giving to your church and uh, what that looks like and uh, probably have some disagreements across the table today. Good. Yeah, I, I could imagine. Yeah. And uh, what giving actually means and how we practice that. But let's start as we like to do, with the theology of giving, and uh, we're going to let Ryan take the lead in this. Okay, well, um, I should have thought about this a little bit. <laughs> no. Uh, no, as we talk about the uh, the theology of giving, uh, we want to we want to root giving in in the nation the, the the person and nature of God. Right, um, God in Himself is is a giving being. Mm. So I love um, uh, Jonathan Edwards has a little book, um, a dissertation concerning the end of the world, in which his main his main uh, thesis is that God did not create the world in order to share, uh, in order to experience um, uh, the, the love between humans and God. Instead, mm. he created to share the love that he had within the Trinity. Mm. And so he, he created the world, in a sense, to give us something that he already had in abundance. Yeah, yeah. And we see all throughout creation, uh, all throughout the Bible, that God is is the giver, right? Yeah, he continually yeah. gives grace and mercy. Right. Uh, he gives the very oxygen in our lungs. He yeah. gives the power that's operating our laptops right now so that you can listen to our wonderful <laughs> podcast, right? Uh, he is the ultimate giver. And so if he has given to us yeah. uh, in abundance, uh, then we must give as well. Sure. So, because we are in the image of God, right, right, and we're we're His image bearers, we're desiring to be like Him. That's right. And if we're if we're on this on this uh, pathway of becoming more like Christ, more like our Lord, then it's going to then press us to be givers as well. That's right. And 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 what can we say about God being a giver that He gave His only begotten yeah, Son sure, for us, right? Sure. So yeah. um, that God would give His very best. Yeah. Uh, you know, it reminds me of uh, one of the main passages that we talk about when we talk about tithing is, is in Malachi. Yeah. And, uh, you know, God God uh, accuses the, the the people. He says, you've been robbing me of your tithes and offerings. Sure. Um, and, you know, he mentions the priests are bringing the second best. Right, um, yeah. And so we, we we watch that when we when we are talking about giving, we give our very best because God gave His very best. Yeah. Let's be let's be clear though. You you can make an argument for being a tither, being a giver beyond Malachi three ten. Oh yeah. Absolutely. I think this is part of <laughs> part yeah. of maybe our our fault in preaching is that when we come to giving. When we come to, or we talk about the theology of giving, we want to hang our hat on Malachi three ten, mm-hmm. which I, I think we should. Right. But let's also look at the nature of God. But yeah. let's take it to the New Testament as well. Yeah. Look at the teachings of Jesus. Yeah. Jesus tended to, uh, to tended to redefine the mm-hmm. law for us. Right. right? Mm-hmm. So he said, "Don't commit adultery." Mm-hmm. But if you got lust in your heart. You've already committed it, right. right? So don't commit murder. But if you have hate in your heart, then you've already committed it. Right. And similarly, he says, give, but not only give the tenth or give the tithe. Right. He says, give it all. Right. 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 Give yourself away to That's Christ. Right. Yeah. And so the expectation, even from Christ, is the same expectation that God has given to us, right. which is, I'm giving you myself. Yeah, and I think it's a. You're right to to say that. Um, we can only go to Malachi 3.10 for tithing right. is a problem because you're, all through the teachings of Jesus, uh, we, we, we've been in Matthew now for a long time. Yes, you have. And, and, uh, <laughs> and Jesus is continually talking about, you know, where your treasure is, there is your heart. And yeah, so what are you yeah, treasuring? Right. Uh, Jesus talks about money a lot. He does. Um, and so we need to be talking about it a lot as well. If we are parroting the words of Jesus, we will be talking about it. Right, so. right. Yeah, that's good. I, I think we need to have a well-rounded understanding of generosity, giving, mm-hmm. tithing. Yeah. 
sharing, and, and that comes from an understanding, a theological understanding of what giving is from the heart of God in the beginning mm-hmm. through the ministry of Jesus yeah. and played out through the acts of the church. Yeah, and I think one good way of doing that is singing the hymn, bring ye all the tithes into the storehouse. You know I don't what I'm know saying? That, I don't know that. You don't one. know that? Oh, man, that's a good one. That's an old. No, I don't. We, know don't, that we sing that. We don't say hey, it's we good. Y'all look at that. that. Um, I can't do it justice. <laughs> no, we believe uh, that for sure. Yeah. So uh, before we get into kind of the ins and outs of of, of giving um, and generosity and whatnot, uh, let's let's uh, start with our dead man talking. So our dead man talking this week is from uh, C.S. Lewis, and he writes in Mere Christianity. He says, "I do not believe one can settle how we ought to give. I am afraid the only safe rule is to give more than we can spare." In other words, if our expenditures on comfort, luxury, amusements, etc. is up to the standard common among those who have the same income as our own, we are probably giving away too little. Mm. If our charities do not at all pinch or hamper us, I should say that they are too small. Mm. There ought to be things we should like to do and cannot do because our charitable expenditures excludes them. Wow, man. So <laughs> that's, that's a challenge. Awesome. That is a challenge and there's a lot of for truth sure. In there. there is, there is. I, I, think that, I think this picture of what C.S. Lewis has just said and of what God, again, has displayed for us is that giving is intended to be a sacrifice. Right. It's intended to hurt. Right. It's, it's an, intended you, to cost. You, you got to feel it, right? That's right. You mm-hmm. should feel mm-hmm. it. And and uh, and unfortunately, most of us don't give to the point where it hurts. That's right. Mm-hmm. And uh, and thus, I think we fail in that area. Yeah. And so uh, that's a great, a great place to begin because... Whenever you start talking about giving inside the church, there are a lot of practical questions that That's come right. up. Mm-hmm. I mean, ultimately, you have to you have to write the check or you have to give up mm-hmm. of yourself, right? And and so sacrifice is what we're calling we're calling our congregations to and ourselves to yeah. as well. Uh, something that's interesting to, to kind of transition into this practical aspect is I, I've, I've read a lot in preparation for today, and I've read that there's a there's a segment of society, mainly millennials. Mm-hmm. That that have an understanding of generosity and giving that maybe would not be a biblical idea. Okay. So here, here's their idea: it's that volunteerism mm-hmm. is equal to generosity, and so therefore, if a person is giving up of their time, mm-hmm. it's not necessary that they also give yeah. up of their mm-hmm. materials. Yeah. So, what are your thoughts on that? Is tithe, is the call to tithe? A call only to give ten percent of your finances? No, I, I don't think so. I think it's broader than that, right? Okay. I do think it includes finances. Uh, but as we talk about the tithe, uh, one of the things that I, I like to tell my folks is, um, you know, we need to be giving not only of our of our tithe, but of our time and our talents. Um, that's because I'm a preacher and I like three T's, right? Uh, tithe, <laughs> time, and yeah. talents. You know, those are yeah. three things yeah. that the Lord have give, has given us, and right. we ought to we ought to tithe those as well. Yeah. And so, you know, I've talked about uh, just simply taking our, our time, tithing our time to the Lord. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, if we, if we took 10% of, of our waking hour throughout the week, then most of us are not tithing our time to the Lord, sure. whether in personal Bible study or coming to church or wherever else. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. we can start there. Uh, yeah. But to, to emphasize those things and then to de-emphasize the money of it is a problem. Uh, money is... There's a reason why Jesus talks about money a lot. Money has our heartstrings. It does. Uh, and so if we are not uh, practicing an action that is saying, I care more about the kingdom of God than I do my own kingdom, and one way that we do that is by giving our money to Jesus, right? Uh, then that is you're missing something. Yeah, I agree, and I think that's where the I think that's where the diff- the the disagreement is between the generations. There's a generation that says the way that you serve 
your church is by giving. Mm-hmm. And then there's another generation coming up that says, well, no, there are options in how you can serve. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you can serve, you can give by of your time or right. of your money. Mm-hmm. And and the answer has got to be not not either or. Right. But, but both, both and, and yeah. right? That's a great little saying. That's good. There. That's good stuff. <laughs> yeah, and it has to be both and. So, so you have to give of you have to give of your time, and you have to give of your finances. Mm-hmm. I mean, just the reality of this is is very simple. It requires materials for the kingdom of God to move forward. That's right. I mean, I, I know you say, "Well, God can do it without you." Oh, Yet, yes, He sure. can. He, in other words, he can raise up someone else. That's right. That's right. <laughs> but but it still requires That's our right. obedience. Oh yeah. And and then the question is not should we give either one of them. It's do you want to be involved in the work? That's right. Yeah. And to be involved in the work requires that you be generous with mm-hmm. your time, mm-hmm. with your talents, and also with your what was the other T? Uh, time, talents, and tithe. Tithe. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I missed that one. Uh, Come on, so anyway, John. I made yeah, it I easy. I made it all too you easy. Did, to you did. You did. You did. You uh, did. But but however, there is a generation. I think we need to be clear with that. As we communicate to our congregations, we need to be clear that what's expected is not only that they give up themselves in their time, but also that they give other materials. I think so. Uh, so how how does your church give, John? Yeah. So uh, of course, I am not. Um, I'm not highly involved in the collecting of the tithe, and I think this is a maybe a good a good place for us to speak into this. Okay, um, I I don't know who gives, mm-hmm. and I don't know how much anybody gives mm-hmm. because I, I know how much I give, right? Because I write the check. That's right, right. Yeah. So, but other than that, I'm not involved. But I can tell you the systems in our church. So we give uh, we give in Sunday school, mm-hmm. and we give in worship. You have two opportunities to give to our church. Right. Sunday school and worship. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't collect an offering on Sunday night. Yeah. We don't collect an offering on Wednesday night mm-hmm. just because of logistical right. counting, security mm-hmm. issues. Yeah. Uh, so that that means that your opportunities to give to our church is very limited. That's right. It can come through cash or check into the offering plate or with your Sunday school role. Right. Now, granted, people can mail it in. Right. Very small percentage of people, I would think, yeah, do would that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and I think I think what I'm speaking of and the manner in which I speak that we collect our tithe is probably the norm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so. Uh, that's the same for us. Our primary uh, time of giving is the offering. Um, and you're right. We will have every, every once in a blue moon, we'll have a check come in the mail from somebody yeah. that we may know or may not know yeah. that, uh, that is trying to give to the church. But for the most part, it's, it's through the offering time, the offering moment in the service. Yeah. And you know, if you go back to the statistics and, uh, you know, I like a little statistic like stats, every now and yeah. again. Yeah. So six in 10 churchgoers give to their church by check. Mm. All right, so that's sixty-two yeah. percent of churchgoers give to their church by check. Wait, wait a second. Uh, there, you said six I, out of ten. Six in ten. Six in ten. Sixty-two percent. Sixty-two percent. That's what this is. Right if there's ten and there's six of them, that would be sixty percent, wouldn't it? Six in ten. Sixty in a hundred. Right. That's six in ten. Right. Sixty in a hundred <laughs> is still sixty percent, John. Sixty-two percent though is close enough. Okay. Eleven percent. We'll give... pretend sixty-two percent. Go ahead. Eleven percent give through their church website. Eleven percent. Yeah. So that'd be one out of ten. That's true. That's true. So point one. If five, you want to. Five percent give electronically through their bank. So I guess that's like an, an ACH or a direct deposit yeah. kind of deal. Uh, and three percent have automatic payments set up. Three percent give using a church app. So here, here's the reality: is that most people give right. by a check. Yeah. However, 
there is a movement, it seems, mm-hmm. of of moving toward a more digital right. means of contributing you, to your church. Did you find any uh, any stats on uh, the difference in age of those who give electronically? No, I did. I did not. I'm sorry. I, I, I'm, I I'm assuming that would be the case, right? I'm assuming younger folks. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Are going to be giving more electronically, whereas older older people yeah. will be giving uh, you, through the traditional means. You would think, especially these that are given through a church app. Yeah, you uh-huh. would think would definitely yeah. be a younger Which, generation. Uh, of course, you know, you'd be surprised, but <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I don't, I don't really know that, but I do know that there is a movement for electronic giving, and so I, I'm going to say what I believe. I believe, <laughs> I believe that the church has to get on the front end of this. Mm. I, I mean, you can say that it's wrong if you want to. That's okay. fine. But I, but I think that we have to get in on the front end of electronic giving. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, our church is going to be moving that direction as an option, mm-hmm. right? We're not yeah. going to stop passing the yeah, offering yeah. plate. We're not going to stop sending you offering envelopes yeah. so that you can bring with you to church. But I do believe that you've got to get on the front end of this. Now, we had uh, we had a guy from the Mississippi Baptist Convention Board come and speak to our stewardship committee. Yeah, um, he is uh, he he's over the stewardship department mm-hmm. at the Mississippi Baptist Convention Board. His quote to us was that in 2026, which is eight years from now, mm-hmm. in 2026, you will not be writing checks. That that, that soon, that quickly, huh. checks are going to be disappearing. And if that's true, which I don't know where he got that stat from. <laughs> I mean, you, you guys can call the Baptist Bill and ask for him. Yeah, but, but that's what he said. And so if that is true, honestly, if that's true, we have to get in on the front end of this. Yeah. We, we've got to start taking financial contributions through electronic means. Mm. Now, you object. I do, um, and, and I'm not. I'm not as hard against it as I once was. Uh, here's my concerns with electronic giving. Uh, I, I'm, I'm with you that I, I'm, I'm nearly okay with it being an option. Okay. Um, but here's the thing: I, I think we miss something when there is not a tangible idea of I am giving now. Yeah. Um, so for example, and I, and I get it. Um, I, I, I have a Netflix per, per subscription and it comes out once a month and I don't know when it comes out and I never <laughs> see it and I don't think about it. Now, granted yeah, yeah, yeah. that's $12. That's right. not going to be a tithe. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. I'm afraid, um, that, 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 Direct deposit, especially if I've got money in my account, I'm not going to see it. I'm not going to feel it. It's just another direct deposit, like yeah. all my other direct deposits. Can I read this quote to you? Go ahead. It, giving is considered an act of worship, and clicking on a mouse may not feel as holy as putting your offering in the collection plate. Yeah. May not feel. Not May not feel as holy. It, I'm not—here's my thing. I'm not—I I don't care if you're clicking on a mouse, if you're putting it in an envelope for Sunday school, if you're dropping an offering plate— Here's what I don't want to lose. I don't want to lose that time where we are consciously saying, "I am giving to our church and I'm doing it sacrificially." Yeah, and I think I think that it is uh, short sighted to say that can only happen sitting. In I, a I agree. I'm not saying I'm not saying it can only happen <laughs> uh, if you give traditionally. What I am saying is that by giving electronically, yeah. you need to take other steps to make sure that you sure. don't lose the worship and the yeah. sacrifice yeah. of giving. That's right. And, and I would say this, too. Things change. Culture changes. The way that we interact with each other changes. Mm-hmm. There's not anything we can do about that. Mm-hmm. Paul never wrote a check. I don't know about that. He Go never ahead. wrote a check. I don't know. I, I mean, I'm pretty the, sure he the was wit- that. He, the he widow. had an account. He yeah. had an account at the First Baptist Bank of Rome. <laughs> yeah, the First Baptist Bank? That's right. 
And so, I mean, think what I'm saying is, is that the the, the, the act of check writing is new, right? Right. I realize a, that that's a new uh, phenomenon. But he also, I mean, you have to think it's not just about checks; it's about a physical gift. Uh, that's what I'm saying. Is yeah. is is there's something tangible about it? When I give my physical gift on yeah. on Sunday mornings, one of the things that I do is that I try to consciously remind myself, Lord, thank you for blessing me. Mm-hmm. Use this mm-hmm. for your church. Also, yeah, sure. one of the things that I'm doing more recently, I've got a three year old now, yeah, and he gives my offering. Right, right I give right, it to him. Right. He puts in the offering plate. He doesn't know what's going on. <laughs> I can't do. I can't say, come here, Knox. Let's click on the let's <laughs> click on the computer. Right. Uh, so uh, I, I think you do miss something. And also, I think it's important for. Um, for my family to see that I give. I understand that. And as I well. think it's important for my church to know that I give. I understand. Um, I understand so you that miss too, some of that. Yeah, and, um, and I agree. So my my offering envelope this past Sunday uh was given to the money counters. Mm-hmm. And and so they know that that there was a gift that was given there. Mm-hmm. Uh now technically they're not supposed to they're not supposed to say that the preacher gave or right. the preacher didn't give, yeah. but we all know right. that there's a recognition that the pastor has given. Right, and and I do think I do see where you could lose that. I think if we move toward electronic giving, which we're going to have to, what you're saying is is that we need to be more intentional. It, it this doesn't need to be another option we throw out there. Right, it needs to be an intentional option. And and maybe we're going to keep the offering moment. I, I think it would be I think it would be yes. dangerous to lose the offering moment. I, I would agree with um, that. But if we have the offering moment, maybe maybe uh, just a simple recognition of I know some of you give online while the offering play is being passed. Okay. Reflect on that. Yeah, sure. Um, sure. You know, take time now to explain to your children why yeah. you give. Take you yeah. know, whatever whatever and, that looks like. And, and, and I, I, you know, as well, you go to these kiosks. Mm-hmm. With, you know, you can get a kiosk Gosh. in your foyer. A kiosk, and you can you can. I bet you can get a red box in your foyer too. <laughs> you can scan your debit card, and you can you can. It prints you out a receipt. Prints a receipt. And then you put the receipt in the offering plate. Okay. I mean, You're making we, this we, up. No, I'm not. Which is... Which... You ought to get an iPhone charger in it, too, and you can return it. <laughs> like those receipts. But but what you're saying is that's that element of... Right. I'm I, acknowledging I'm, yeah. it, right. and I'm putting it that's into right. the offering plate that's during right. that time. I yeah. do think we have to be intentional on that. And maybe there's a system that can be created. Yeah. If you're an online giver... Here's here's what you do during this time yeah. to acknowledge, mm-hmm. and that's what I'm saying about intentional. You, we have to all be intentional about how we give. Yeah. I do think that there's some, there there are some things that we should not do, but I do think as well we need to look at our culture mm-hmm. and be ready to adapt. Yeah. If a church eight years from now, let's say that stat is true again, I I, I just I'm just repeating a stat that mm-hmm. I don't know where it came from, <laughs> but uh, but but. If that stat is true, then in eight years, you're not going to be able to write a check. Mm -hmm. So you're either got to go to the ATM and get cash, assuming that there are ATMs, or you've got to give online. You sound really um, uh, dystopian right now. (laughs) You know, when the chemical attack comes, there may not be ATMs for you to go to. Uh, no, you're right. I think I think I think we do need to understand that we live in changing times, but um, we we don't need to rush into e church too quickly. You know, uh, yes, I'm with uh, you. we don't need to lose that tangibleness to it. Home church, um, yeah. We don't need to go to phone church. You know, uh, we need to we need to understand that there there's something special about about handling your tithe, placing it in the offering plate. Yeah, um, and and maybe that's not. Maybe that's not the physical. Maybe that's just that physical is so easily seen as as, as a symbolic act of worship. Yeah. And maybe we can recreate that in other ways. 
either way you do it, you need to put in the hard work to try to decide um, how can I how can I help my people worship while they give. Yeah, I agree, and I, I think I think maybe there's a difference too in our mentality of how why we're giving in the first place. Mm-hmm. I mean, honestly, if I'm only giving because I know at the end of the year there's going to be a credit for me from the IRS. Yeah. Giving online seems like the the easiest thing to do. Yeah. Man, I don't have to write that check anymore. That's right. Uh, but but if I if I'm giving because of honestly to see the ministry of the kingdom of God move forward, mm-hmm. then I'm willing to write a check. Yeah. Or I'm willing to do more. Yeah. That's the thing. I, I get it. I, the, the, I don't write checks. Yeah. I, right, I get that. Right. right. Um, Millennials don't. I don't. I mean, but here's the thing. It's not that hard mm-hmm. to find it. Or find other means. Or to sit down and write a check once yeah. a week, yeah. Or to write them out for the month and then right. drop. You know, these yeah. things are not difficult. Yeah, um, I, I, and it's, I agree. it's about our heart. I agree with all that, but I, I I do think there needs to be maintained a place of offering inside the worship mm-hmm. service. But I also say we need to be looking forward. Mm-hmm. So don't don't put your head in the sand. I get Ryan. it. I get it. Um, but here's my question: <laughs> We got to move on. How from can this. we encourage our people to give? What are yeah. some benefits to giving? Okay, so I think that uh, I think the way that you collect your offering is the way that you can encourage them to give. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, don't make it difficult like you want to. I do. get it. I don't want to make it difficult. <laughs> offering plates here I mean, year round. <laughs> yeah, don't make it hard to. Hey, give. You know what? If 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 the weather comes in bad, you can still give at our church. You know what I'm saying? The well, internet I- won't be down. <laughs> just saying yeah except you can't drive to the church to put it in the offering you don't have to so look the, uh, there you go the uh, post office runs I, every day i think the means of giving is one way that you can make it easier i mean you can make it e- because giving is directly correlated to faithfulness right so so if you look and I, i'm not going to read you those stats again it's those stats mm-hmm. but i have them right here right, we'll share got, these sure articles maybe we won't but your your faithfulness to your church is directly correlated to your uh, your willingness to give. Mm-hmm. I think so. so. So if someone comes every Sunday, they're more likely to be a contributor. Right. It's not necessary. Not a hundred percent. Right. They're more likely. And so if people are not coming faithfully, then they're more than likely not giving faithfully yeah. as well. Mm-hmm. And so uh, creating these other means of giving allows those people who play tournament ball two Sundays out of the year mm-hmm. another opportunity to give. Right. And, and here's, here's a question. Are people not giving because giving is, is hard? Are they, are they not giving because of that, or are they not giving because um, maybe it's a sanctification issue? Well, and that, that, that I think, leads to the next thing, I think, mm-hmm. of how we encourage giving. Right. I think we have got, we've got to preach on it. Mm-hmm. We've got to teach on it, yeah. even beyond that. And mm-hmm. I know, and I tell my people, this is not this is not my choice. All right, I mean, if I had to choose what you're going to preach on on Sunday, mm-hmm. giving is not at my top yeah. level uh, because I know there's some awkwardness inside of it, right. you know, and it makes people very uncomfortable right. to talk about giving up of themselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, however, it's got to be something that we preach on. Yeah, and I think I think we have to do it regularly. It needs to be a regular diet, and we need to be able to show. Uh, one of the things uh, God has instituted this fact that we would give as an act of sanctification. Yeah, you know, we, when we give, we grow, right? Uh, and we get. Isn't that an old sermon that you talked about with Doctor Futrell? <laughs> give, grow, and get. Give, grow, get. There you go. I don't remember that. Well, 
There you go, John. <laughs> but uh, when we when we give, we do grow. I mean, yeah, that's that's yeah. the Lord uses that uh, to show, especially when we're giving when it's hard, right? When, yeah. when we know, hey, I could do something else with this money. Yeah, sure. Um, but when we give that, uh, the Lord uses that to grow us. He does, and, and yeah. there is blessings to giving. Yeah, you know, and, and so we need to we need to let our people know the Lord has instituted it. It is good. Right. Let's not apologize right. for right. it. Right. Um, and we need to preach it. As it is, it is beautiful, and the Lord uses it for His kingdom. Yeah. The Lord uses it to bless us as individuals. So let's let's not hinder ourselves from getting those blessings and getting that sanctification. Which what you're talking about, it's which is a critical thing, is that as pastors we have to have a proper understanding mm-hmm. of generosity yeah. ourselves, yeah. of tithing ourselves. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm not saying that you need to stand up and say. You know, hey, I tithe this week, or I don't. I'm not saying you, your contribution statement needs to be posted in the in you know your monthly mm-hmm. newsletter. Yeah. But I'm your people need to know from the from your testimony of your life right, yeah. that you're a giver. Yeah, and I'm gonna tell you something that's really shocking to me as I was reading this morning. Uh, th- this is a quote that uh, it's shocking to me, and you may not find it as shocking as I do, but I, it goes back to the sanctification of the pastor before he can encourage his mm-hmm. congregation. Yeah. Pastors are less likely than churchgoers to say tithing is still a biblical command. Uh, you got to nuance that a little bit. I, I'm just telling you. I'm just reading you what it says. Well, I realize that. but And so here, here, here's the idea. Here's the statistic. 72% of Protestant pastors say, biblical, say tithing is a biblical command that still applies to our life mm-hmm. today. When 83% of American churchgoers say that tithing is a biblical man that still command mm-hmm. that still applies today. So there's there's obviously a disconnect right, right. even between what's being taught. And that from may the be pulpit. that may be a failure to ask a, a good question because when we talk about tithing, are we talking about the Old Testament principle of tithing? Uh, because it a lot of pastors be. would be able to say, no, that that's not in the New Testament. Yeah. <laughs> true, However, true, they would true. nuance that by saying, but we're in the New Covenant. Right. Give more than that. It's right? much more than that. Uh, yeah. So I understand that. But, but, but my, my point is, right. is that pastors, we've got to first get this right. That's right. Before our congregation can get, you're talking about encouraging our congregation to give. Mm. How can we encourage our congregation to give? You get it right. Yeah, I think so. You get it right first, mm. and then you can help your people get it right. Yeah, I think so. And, and if this stat is true, Nuance it if you want to, but if this stat is true, then then we don't have it right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All of us don't have it right, yeah. and so we need to we need to work on our own sanctification as far as giving is concerned, mm-hmm. and uh, and then press it out to our congregation. But I do believe again, preaching, preaching, preaching is something that we need to do. How, oh, yeah. how often do you preach on tithing? Um, I wouldn't be able to give you a number. I, I've been walking through Matthew a lot, and so uh, giving has been an issue. I mean that that's, yeah. that comes up. Um, and it, it's going to depend on what you're preaching through. Yeah. Um, I, I've done it maybe five, six times in the past year. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's just because that, the number may be higher because I'm in Matthew. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Uh, that, and that's going to be different uh, for each person. I think. Right. Right. And and see, our preaching style is different. Yeah. So you're preaching through a book that you've been on in on five, for five years. That's right. And mm-hmm. uh, and I, I do more. I do shorter series. Mm-hmm. And so I would have to intentionally right. series on tithing. Yeah. And uh, and if you weren't in Matthew, it'd be the same way. That's right. Right. I mean, if you weren't in a gospel, right. I guess it'd be the same way. You'd have to intentionally do that. And I think for those of us that do series, we need to think through that as you're planning up your twelve months mm-hmm. for the next yeah. year. Uh, you, we need to consider those things. Yeah, I think so. I think that's yeah. good. Well, John, as we wrap up, here's a question yeah, for you. Yeah, this went long, huh? Uh, we're uh, you know thirty minutes in. Okay. Uh, right, sure. Are you? Uh, what are you reading? So. 
Over Thanksgiving, I read Pilgrim's Progress. Yeah, it's good. I'd never read it's it really before, mm-hmm. and uh, and of course, you tell me there's a part two. There's a part two. Yeah, I, did, I didn't know that. Part two's good too. Part one's better. I mean, yeah, someone may fight me over that. Good, but, man. You know. And I I did what you love to do in books, man. I I I, pu- I uh, turned down uh, those pages, dog man. Oh, don't dog ear. <laughs> Where those? Uh, my wife's a librarian. She hates it too. But I, I I dog eared a lot of pages because uh, as I was reading through some of those, you some of those use sticky notes. Yes, I have. Same thing. Right here. Less intrusive. Some. Yeah, yeah. I I uh I thought, man, this has been me in my journey. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, this has been me or this is my brother that yeah. I know. This yeah. is this mm-hmm. is who he is, yeah. you know. And so it that was really, really that was really good. Yeah, that's good. I, I enjoyed that. And so I'm still working through the uh scandal of the evangelical mind. Yeah, that's I have really to good. have read by Friday. Yeah, I got I got to too. Yeah. I will. Um yeah. our friends one will, the other we're gonna say right. Um, <laughs> and so, I'll say it is a difficult book. It is. We need to be sure it, it's a difficult it's book good. to it's, read. It's worth the but, read, but it is it is worth uh, reading. I'm yeah. also reading Wonder, which is a is that about like the movie? Yes, I'm reading. That okay, I'm gonna say well. something mean. Like right. that. First off, the movie's Ryan, good. Be careful. The movie's good, and I get the kid has a lot of issues. Did you read the book? I know. I just I just watched the movie. Okay. And the you movie can't... though, in the movie though, he can be a jerk sometimes, and I'm yeah. thinking. <laughs> You need to watch yourself. Yeah. Like, I get people are being jerks to you, but you can't be jerks back. Like, to your sister, he's a big jerk to his well, sister, you know? It is, it's not, it's not a, a book on Christian theology. I'm going to have to edit this out, aren't I? <laughs> I'm going to get hate mail. Yeah, no, it's, uh, so I just, I I picked it up several months. I borrowed it from one of my 10-year-old's friends. Yeah. And so I picked it up. Well, that's and, interesting. Uh, yeah, and read uh, the first couple of chapters, and they're like, she wants her book back, she wants her book back, she wants her book back. And I'm like, well, I haven't read it yet. So I picked it back up yesterday. Because I'm going to finish it, so I can give this ten year old little girl. Really funny. Her, She's going to come get you, right? Bag. Bring it back. Send the mafia oh, after me. That's and really as far as preaching, uh, I'm going to preach something I've never done before: the theology of Christmas. Okay, that's kind of what I've named Neato. it. And so, yeah, so we're going to talk about, of course, the incarnation. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to talk about the atonement. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to talk about kenosis. Oh, and I'm going to talk, Interesting. yeah, some uh, so, so some other theological topics that come to our mind or should come to our mind when we think about Jesus' coming right. for our salvation. So You're still in Matthew, though. Uh, I am not. Um, you I'm finished doing, it. No. Um, you took a break. I, I took a break. I'm doing a Christmas series um, as well. And so we just recently talked about um, separation at Christmas and began uh, with Genesis chapter 3 yeah. and talking about the separation that, that occurs. And then mm-hmm. we're going to work through the Bible. Work. Work. We're going to work <laughs> through the Bible and get up to... Uh, the birth, yeah, and, and looking yeah. at, uh, we're going to end with reconciliation at Christmas, essentially. That's right. So, yeah, yeah. That's it's going to be good. I'm excited for it. Good stuff. And man. I am reading a book called "How to Read a Book." Oh yeah, by yeah. Mortimer. I don't know. His first yeah, I've, I've enjoyed your uh, man. Uh, your quotes off, that you've sent us. I really enjoy how meta the book is. Yeah, like it's a book on how to read a book, right? And so, in its sense, I mean, it's already got this this meta ness right. to it. Uh, but then the author will say something like, "A good paragraph uh, should be short," and if we wanted to coddle our readers, we would have made this one shorter, you know. <laughs> and so, but it's it's good. It's a lot of good stuff to it. Um, but how to read better? Yeah, how to read yeah. more gooder? And you're reading that because you're entering. That's into right. The PhD that's right. That's, that's one of my required reading in the PhD program. Yeah, that's good. Um, and then I am reading. Um, uh, 
that hideous strength, the C.S. Lewis, The Last of Us, a Space Trilogy, yeah. um, and uh, I'm reading, obviously, The Scandal of the Evangelical Mind. Yeah, which is good. So, yeah, good stuff. All, All right. right. Yeah, well, we're uh, we're inching toward Christmas. we got some exciting things coming for Christmas. I am really excited about I think Christmas. So. Uh, I have twisted the Grinch's arm. His <laughs> his heart has grown three sizes that day, and we are ready to hey, get on I, with some Christmas I wonder if, uh, if some of our listeners, if there are any, could, uh, <laughs> could maybe... Uh, Tweet us or uh, or Facebook something. What's your favorite Christmas hymn? That's a good one. That would be interesting. Let us know. What's your favorite Christmas hymn? Let's let's keep it to uh, let's keep it to traditional hymn. Mm-hmm. Can we do that? I guess. So let's let's to. keep it to traditional hymns. Uh, something that we've we've sang. You sang your whole life. Yeah. Maybe not not these new hymns. That's not something. these new fangled. Yeah, we want to hear it. So what's your favorite traditional? Him, that's Christmas great. Hymn. That's great. Well, as we wrap up, we've been talking about giving, and so we wanted to uh, to lead in. This whole topic has been leading into the fact that we want you to give to us. So if you have money, <laughs> send it our way. We will send you a prayer cloth or something, <laughs> anything you want. Just send us money. We'll send you uh, some Midway water. That's a Midway water. Hey, we got well water, and it's pretty good. So, uh, no, we appreciate you listening. If you like our podcast, please uh, like, rate, review us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcast. Uh, and we will see you next time. And until then, keep loving your perfect church. And remember one day she will be perfected in